Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the stunning new details about how police finally captured the convicted murderer after escaping from prison two weeks ago. He was subdued by a police dog and forcibly taken into custody. Here are tonight's headlines. In a stolen Philadelphia Eagle sweatshirt, how police used heat-seeking technology and DEA planes to find him. We never lost faith that this capture would occur. We knew that it was just a matter of time. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is defending his decision to open an impeachment inquiry against President Biden. To be able to get the answers to those questions, you're going to have to subpoena certain documents. Russian President Vladimir Putin met with North Korea's Kim Jong-un amid speculation that Kim could sell Moscow weapons and ammunition to use against the Ukrainians. Breaking news, the new ruling from a New Mexico judge on the governor's temporary ban on carrying a firearm. The Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. Devastation in Libya. Flooding has killed thousands of people, leaving entire communities destroyed. Part two of our in-depth interview with presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis. Tonight's focus on the issues like the economy, abortion rights, and Donald Trump. Do you believe that voters will elect someone who is facing 91 criminal counts? Swift sweeps at the VMAs. This means the world to me. Thank you. With InSync, InSync once again. Good evening and thank you.
Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We begin tonight with the dramatic end of a two-week manhunt for an escaped killer in Pennsylvania. Fugitive Danilo Cavalcante was captured early this morning after a DEA plane picked up his heat signal. We are just getting this new mugshot of the man police found with a rifle in his possession. It was a police dog who bit Cavalcante's scalp and ultimately latched onto his thigh, likely putting him in excruciating pain. He was found in a wooded area about 20 miles from the prison where he broke out. The massive manhunt involved 500 members of law enforcement working around the clock, including officials with the state police, FBI, ATF, U.S. Marshals Service, and the Border Patrol. CBS's Nikki Dementri will start us off tonight with new details on how it all came together from Avondale, Pennsylvania. Good evening, Nikki. State police say once in motion, the capture of Danilo Cavalcante today happened within five minutes. Tonight, he's in custody at SCI Phoenix, a maximum security prison northwest of Philadelphia to serve a life sentence for first-degree murder. The search for Danilo Cavalcante is over. The subject is now in custody. Now, police are revealing how the massive search came to a dramatic end. Our nightmare is finally over and the good guys won. Police say a burglar alarm went off within their search perimeter just after midnight. About an hour later, an aircraft using thermal technology picked up a signal. And just before 8 this morning, tactical units surrounded Cavalcante as he tried to escape with a stolen rifle. But law enforcement released a canine to hold him. He continued to resist but was forcibly taken into custody. Cavalcante was seen wearing a Philadelphia Eagles football sweatshirt, his face bloodied from a dog bait injury to his scalp. Out of nowhere, everybody started to congregate back by the shed. Jim Martin says he witnessed Cavalcante's capture from outside the farm equipment store where he works. One camouflage trooper had his gun, and then they were walking him up, and, and they loaded him up. Law enforcement posed for photos with Cavalcante shortly after the apprehension. I'm not bothered at all by the fact that they uh, took a photograph with him in custody. Again, they're proud of their work. The search for Cavalcante ended about 20 miles from the prison where he escaped after being spotted multiple times in different parts of southeastern Pennsylvania, leaving residents on edge. It was a scary couple days. Now Kathleen Brady says her community can finally relax. Everyone can just exhale finally. State police say Cavalcante was cooperative while being interviewed. His preliminary hearing is scheduled for two weeks from today. Nora? Nikki Dementri, thank you so much. Some big news here in Washington with Utah Senator Mitt Romney announcing he won't seek re-election. One of his reasons? a dysfunctional Congress. And it comes on the same day Republicans are moving forward with their impeachment inquiry against President Biden. Here's CBS's congressional correspondent, Nicole Killian. House Republicans huddled behind closed doors Wednesday, ready to move full speed ahead with their impeachment inquiry against President Biden, unilaterally authorized by Speaker Kevin McCarthy. How do you justify this impeachment inquiry without holding a full House vote? Oh, easily, because um, Nancy Pelosi changed the rules in the president. Despite saying earlier this month that he would hold a vote, the speaker pointed to former Speaker Nancy Pelosi's decision four years ago to announce an impeachment inquiry into then-President Trump. It took five weeks until the House voted. The resolution is adopted. Prompting the Trump Department of Justice to declare that impeachment inquiries are invalid unless the chamber takes a formal vote. This is completely impeachment theater. There is no additional power that 
the Republican Congress has. The chair overseeing the probe into the business dealings of Mr. Biden's son and associates countered. We are following the money and we will see where that leads us. The White House continued to insist there is no evidence of wrongdoing by the president. This is a political stunt. Utah Senator Mitt Romney, who announced he's retiring next year, said his party needs to move on and the impeachment inquiry lacks merit. I haven't heard any allegation of something that would rise to the level of a high crime or misdemeanor. The Republican senator and former presidential nominee said the Trump wing of the party is too hung up on resentment and settling scores. Romney is 76, and he said his age was a factor in his decision not to seek re-election and believes it's time for a new generation of leaders. Nora? Yeah, that is big news. All right, Nicole Killian, thank you. We've now got some breaking news on Hurricane Lee. Portions of New England are now under tropical storm and hurricane watches as the Category 2 storm approaches. Lee is weakening as it heads into cooler waters, but it will bring at least tropical storm force winds to New England starting Friday night. And dangerous waves and rip currents up and down the East Coast from South Carolina to Maine. Turning overseas now to a rare meeting today between two nuclear-armed adversaries of the U.S., North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin, spending more than four hours together in Far East Russia discussing military cooperation. CBS's David Martin reports from the Pentagon where there is growing concern about this rogue state alliance. Kim Jong-un rode his armored mystery train into Russia to meet Vladimir Putin. But there was no mystery about the message the two dictators were sending. This is our new Cosmodrome, Putin told Kim. And the sight of them touring Russia's newest space launch facility looked like a down payment on a Russian promise to help North Korea develop more powerful missiles that could threaten the U.S. Probably not by coincidence. North Korea launched two short-range missiles just before the visit began. Kim was all ears, asking detailed questions about the diameter of a rocket. The U.S. was all ears, too. Any arrangement that would uh, improve uh, North Korea's military capabilities would be of, uh, certainly would be of significant concern to us. Putin, of course, will want something in return. And what he needs most is help to keep firing artillery in Ukraine at the rate of 10 million rounds a year. Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley told CBS News Russia can't keep that rate up. Their consumption rates have gone down a lot because their industry is not producing the amounts that they were, you know, previously in years gone by. What does uh, North Korea have that Russia wants? Well, munitions. um, The the same calibers and types of munitions that the Russians use are the same types that the uh, North Koreans use. Whatever the details of an arms deal, Kim Jong-un has now clearly thrown in with Russia, promising Putin full and unconditional support for his, quote, sacred fight against the West. Nora? David Martin at the Pentagon tonight. Thank you. Tonight, there's a new ruling just in from a federal judge. He says the New Mexico governor is violating constitutional rights with a new ban on the right to publicly carry a firearm in New Mexico's largest city, Albuquerque. CBS's Lana Zak reports on the backlash from both parties. In New Mexico, gun culture runs deep. So a temporary ban on where to carry them was bound to cause an uproar. People are angry. Mark Abramson is a gun shop owner. I cannot fathom how this is anything other than an attention getter. 
The judge's ruling halts Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's 30-day suspension, barring private citizens from carrying firearms on public property in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County, where violent crime rates are especially high. She cited a public health emergency after three children were fatally shot recently, including 11-year-old Froilan Villegas, who was killed outside a ballpark last week. I have to take a tough, direct stand where basically I'm just ignoring the fact that we lost an 11-year-old, another child. Nationally, firearms are the leading cause of death for children and teens. But the county's Democratic sheriff, John Allen, feels that the governor's act was unconstitutional. There's not enough law enforcement to go around and enforce this order when we're supposed to be going after criminals on the street and not after law-abiding citizens. So what are the solutions? The solutions is multifaceted. You have red flag laws. You implement with your senators and your representatives other laws that they think might help bring down gun violence. The Catholic Archbishop for the area has counseled families ravaged by gun violence. He supports the temporary measure. We have to be courageous. We have to do something about this terrible uh, status quo that we're living with in terms of gun violence. Nora, this divide doesn't fall along traditional party lines. Many of the most public critics were Democrats. I spoke with the governor's office just moments ago. They plan to be back here in court on October 3rd. The governor says she will never stop fighting. Nora? It's a really interesting story, Lana. Thank you. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg were together today in one room to discuss the future of artificial intelligence, both the dangers and the benefits. CBS's Jolene Kent reports lawmakers are struggling to keep up with the technology. Today, a rare show of force by tech tycoons on Capitol Hill, tackling the growing threat of artificial intelligence to American jobs, safety, and according to Elon Musk, our very existence. This this meeting they got on history as being very important for the future of civilization. Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and other top CEOs met behind closed doors with a bipartisan group of senators, facing the reality that if no action is taken, AI is expected to eliminate or disrupt 300 million jobs worldwide. Musk, the richest man in the world, says he told senators he's in favor of having a specific regulator for AI. It's important for us to have um, a referee. And I think the consequences of AI going wrong are, are severe. Um, so we have to be proactive rather than reactive. Congress is sufficiently ready to regulate AI? No, no, no. The, 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 the sequence of events will not be... Um, jumping in at the deep end and and making rules. Another top priority today was managing AI's rapid development. Can Americans trust OpenAI to make AI safe? I think trust but verify. I think it's really important that the government does put sensible policy in place. Now, along with that safety, senators tell me another major focus was the race against China. They want U.S. tech companies to set the global standards before China does. But lawmakers also want the tech companies to develop their AI responsibly. What an extraordinary meeting. Good to see you up there asking those tough questions. Jill Lincoln, thank you. Thank you. Now to part two of our America Decides conversation with presidential hopeful Ron DeSantis. The Florida governor is currently in second place in national polls, but he's a distant runner-up to former President Donald Trump. Tonight, we wanted to talk to him about the issues that matter most to American voters. Iowans don't want the campaign to be about the past. Ron DeSantis is toughening his attacks on Donald Trump out on the campaign trail, making the case voters want to look forward. If it's not about the past... Do you believe that voters 
will elect someone who is facing 91 criminal counts. So I didn't think even before all this that, that, that uh, the president, should, uh, former president, should have run again. I mean, I think that there's just certain there's too many voters who he's a deal breaker for them. I mean, Nikki Haley says Americans won't vote for a convicted criminal. Do you agree with that? I think the chance of getting elected president after being convicted uh, of a felony is as is, is close to zero as you can get. Let's talk about some of the issues that matter most to voters. How does a President DeSantis get inflation down? Stop spending so much money. We need a president that's going to be a force for spending restraint because that's one of the root causes with Congress spending so much to open up domestic energy production. Energy costs are a huge part of inflation. On that issue of spending, the issue is that, in fact, Republicans and under Donald Trump, he added $8 trillion to the debt. And as Nikki Haley pointed out during the debate, Republicans have earmarked more in spending bills than Democrats do. Do Republicans have a spending problem? Yes, of course. This is Republicans and Democrats in D.C. that have done this. This is not just one political party. Republicans talk big when they're out of power, but when they get in, they don't put their money where their mouth is. And, you know, you're right. Donald Trump added almost $8 trillion to the debt in four years. He ran saying he was going to eliminate the national debt, uh, maybe over an eight-year period, but he did make that promise, and they but did the opposite. Promise. Well, of course it is. There is new data out that the number of abortions in Florida has actually increased, and increased since Dobbs. For those who oppose abortion rights, is it time to enact a national ban on abortion? Well, he, the, the, the issue with Florida is that the southeastern states um, have very, very strong pro-life laws. Florida is, is litigating under a 15-week, and so we have become, against our wishes, a destination. Now, we've also done the Heartbeat Protection Act, uh, which would go into effect once the courts clear this, which I think would probably uh, stop the whole abortion tourism thing. So we don't want to be an abortion tourism destination. Why won't you answer that question? What do you mean? About why well, I, I support, you would support a federal I support ban. pro-life policies. I'll be a pro-life president. Um, but at the same time, you know, I've got to chart the course and be honest with people about, okay, how do you advance the ball like we did in Florida? And the way you do that uh, is really bottom-up. We asked the governor whether the penalties mentioned in Florida's six-week ban would include women. We have no criminal penalty. The, the penalties are for the physician. I mean, a lot of these Governor, women I read are- the bill. It says just this. It does include jail time and fines for, quote, any person who willfully performs or actively participates in a termination right. of pregnancy. And that's for the providers. That is not for the women. Is a woman not actively participating in the termination of no, her pregnancy? No, because she, she's not a medical practitioner. So there are so no women. So you are women. not for criminalizing no, women? No, no, absolutely not. And that will not happen in Florida. Well, there were so many important issues to cover with the governor. We asked him about the NAACP warning that Florida is openly hostile for African-Americans, people of color and LGBTQ individuals. His answer is on our CBSNews.com website. Tonight, heart-wrenching new images in the aftermath of Libya's historic floods and a staggering estimate from the mayor of a devastated city. That's next. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. 
Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The mayor of a flood-ravaged city along the Mediterranean Sea in Libya said today 18 to 20,000 people could be dead in the wake of Monday's historic floods. Drone video shows the widespread damage after two major dams collapsed when 16 inches of rain drenched parts of the region on Sunday. Entire neighborhoods were destroyed, leaving tens of thousands without homes. The wife of a notorious drug lord is released from federal custody We've got the details next. The wife of the infamous Mexican drug lord known as El Chapo was released from federal custody today. She served nearly two years in a Texas prison in a California halfway house for helping to run his multi-billion dollar cartel. The former teen beauty queen will now serve four years of supervised release. El Chapo, who twice escaped from prison, is serving a life sentence at a supermax prison in Colorado. Taylor Swift makes history at the MTV Video Music Awards. We'll have the details next. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The era of Taylor Swift continues following last night's MTV Video Music Awards. The 33-year-old megastar took home a record-tying nine VMA trophies, including the top prize, Video of the Year for her smash hit, Antihero. I just want to say that the fact that this is a fan-voted award means so much to me. Well, Swift, who's in the middle of her groundbreaking Eras tour, now has 23, surpassing Madonna for second place on the all-time list. Only Beyonce has more with 30. It may be hard to find a blank space in Swift's trophy case, 
But we know all too well those are champagne problems to have. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.